Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage, this is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, with me as always is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. What a week! What a week is right. It's good to be back. It's getting cold. I like it. With the heater on. I want it to kind of, oh, I wonder how that's going to sound in the back. That's Just dumber. a constant... It's like a little white noise. Uh, I'm. You're contagious. Yeah, I. I'm sorry. I. I just got so distracted. You're sitting on that chair with your crisscross applesauce, and I. I just look down. I look I like just, Ryan Gosling. No, there's a hole in those oh, pants. Oh shit! You <laughs> just like, did you see my I just see your <laughs> testicle. <laughs> <laughs> or something like I might not know what the fuck <laughs> alright yeah that makes sense <laughs> and I have to get rid on of these top pants. of it I look like Ryan Gosling you're wearing the jacket that Ryan Gosling wears in Drive hell yeah Is there? does it have the thing on the back of course it does oh my god it's got the gold cobra scorpion not cobra I wanted this jacket by like my whole life also I wanted to apologize to our listeners for my voice yeah, well, you have, you have COVID. Oh my god, I've had my, a sore throat for like five days and I can't. I'm talk. not. E- I have no pants on apparently. That was why I didn't know what it was at first. This is an like, X-rated is podcast. I said, "What does he have on his lap?" Oh no, that's a hole. And in then his I was pants. like, "Like you know, like when you like are looking at you something, know you funny? don't know what you're looking at." When I put these pants on, I was like, "Wow, there's a hole in these pants." I don't wear underwear when I wear my pajama pants a lot of the time. Sometimes I do. That's fine. But when I put these on, I noticed that hole. And I thought, well, I'll just get rid of these pants tomorrow when I take them off. No one's gonna notice a hole in them. Who's gonna Who's gonna be around? Me. Oops. I noticed them. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um. And yeah, I am wearing my drive jacket. If you ever seen the movie Drive, it's one of my. It's like on my list of favorite movies that I recommend to people if they haven't seen it. You know, I've only watched it once. Oh, that movie. It was okay. It's a good movie. I feel like it wasn't like... Maybe I didn't get it. You probably didn't. It's a very brooding movie. It's weird. Like, nothing happens. What are you talking about? Everything happens. Everything happens. There's a people fall in love. People, there's death. There's blackmail and intrigue. The the one, okay, I don't know what you're talking about, blackmail and intrigue. But the one shotgun scene was cool. It's got a great cast. It's got Ron Gosling. That's it. Brian Cranston's in it. Ron Perlman's in it. Not a fan of Ron Perlman. Albert Brooks is in it. I don't like Ron Perlman. The blonde girl whose name I don't know. I really like her. The She's in another girl. thing. It's got a great soundtrack. I love that song. Amazing film work. Camera camera production and editing. I never know how to find that song. Which one? Kavinsky Night Call? Yeah. So he's just search. That's how you avoid copyright strikes. I can hear your night call. Um, but yeah, Drive, great movie. You should check it out. 
What else? What other movies? Oh, I watched Dune. It's all the rage these days. It was good. So many people, like, people were raving about it. Wasn't wasn't that good for me. But then I saw people, like, shitting on it. And I think people at this point just shit on things to shit on things. It was good. Compared to, like, so many of the movies I've seen over the past, like... I used to love movies. I rarely watch movies now. I don't like many of them. I thought it was good. It was a very enjoyable uh, film. It was very beautiful to look at. There's lots of sand. Didn't see that coming. My favorite movie of the last, like... I would call it a recent film, but I guess even now it's probably, like, what, five years old already, is Fury Road. I've never seen that. Mad Max? I didn't like that movie. I watched the first, like, 20 minutes and it was there. I really like that movie. There's something about that style of movie that <laughs> freaks me out, I think. What? That, like, few, like, movies that are set in the future. Future apocalypse? But look not future. Freak me out. I watched the original Mad Max one at one point. Oh, yeah. And I like that. But, like, it's so weird, like... That movie, the original one, is, like, so much slower. It is a pretty slow movie. And it's... You <coughs> you understand... There's a lot of other content in the Mad Max franchise that go between the original Mad Max movie and then come afterwards and other movies and just other things. So, the evolution from that film to Fury Road takes a, a lot... But you could actually see what how one goes how they go together, yeah. which I think is really cool. Like as for as modern and big and you know it, the modern Fury Road, Mad Max Fury Road is such a spectacle of a film that it's nice to go back and look at the roots of it. And it's like it's not is, that it's like a no. low budget kind of yeah. like is um it almost looks like it's made on like a well, camcorder like, too, which is cool. The Dune. That has an original too, right? Like that wasn't the first movie of Dune, right? Isn't there? Yeah, but like Fury Road's like a kind of a sequel of a sequel of like other events. Dune is like Whereas a remake. Dune is, I think, it's like more of a remake. Yeah, or a I've reboot. never seen any Dune. I've never read the book. It's sci-fi. Yeah, I like it, and I'm not typically a huge sci-fi fan. <laughs> like I think Star Wars is overrated, but we've talked about that plenty on this podcast. Have we talked about it at all? I think so. I, think we... I don't remember we... ever talking about Star Wars. Yeah, come on. There was a point in time where me and Amanda were like doing a rewatch of Star Wars. Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. The originals are great. They're okay. And they're ruined by... They're not great. I think that's where the but problem with Star Wars... No, no, no. Here's the problem with Star Wars. Fans <laughs> of Star Wars go, yeah. the originals are great. But it's he, like, yeah. they're good. They're no, good movies. They're, they're great. not great movies. They're great, though. They're not great movies. They're boring. No. Like, the first Star Wars movie is legitimately boring. No. I get it. It's a hero journey. Ugh. You see, but... Yeah, you're wrong. It's, but it's... I'm not. But, like, you'd watch it's Citizen crazy. Kane and be like, it's boring. Like, no, because, like, Phantom Menace <laughs> that everyone but shits no, but on. What, I, Phantom Menace, everyone shits on that movie. Way better than any of the oh originals. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll live with that take. <laughs> I mean that's fine 
it's your opinion. It's good. All I'm saying is like, what makes Star Wars so good, and the reason why its impact was so was it's like the Beatles. It's like you could you could say Come like on. the Beatles are overrated. Paul McCartney's not that great. No, Paul McCartney's fantastic. And people just be like, John, whatever. John Lennon, not, not that, that great. great. Okay, whatever. But people just say, okay, dude. Because the original Star Wars trilogy, for what it what it did to modern cinema, what it's what it meant for science fiction, for how it put how it tied pop culture and movies together in such a way it made people believe that like you know sp- space and listen it's a space opera it's yes. stupid well it is stupid but it's fantastic harry potter is a much better like series of movies i don't think so like from a filmmaking perspective, no. even if we live with your in your world where like we say, the first three are great. Sure, the prequels universally hated. The next set of sequels. I like the prequels. I like them. Yeah. I like. I, Most people I like, like the, prequels. the prequels. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. Maybe now I feel like it's, but. I just feel like it's in the Star Wars community. It's like so f- easy to just shit on the the prequels, but the sequels, like seven, eight, nine, those the movies worst are three. terrible. Yeah, they're the worst. They're terrible. But they've ruined Disney has ruined Star Wars in a way that I didn't think was even possible. So, so that's why I say, like, I mean, like as a complete series, like Harry Potter is way better. But it had better source material, obviously. It, I don't like, see had source material. You're. you're it's apples and oranges, but like it's so many different things here. I wouldn't even count anything that Disney's done to Star Wars if I'm talking about Star Wars in terms of its like cultural. To you, relevance. Star Wars is the Star Wars. Star Wars is what prequels. George Lucas did. Yeah. When Disney acquired Star Wars, the decisions they made like completely neutered and invalidates well, like Star Wars in a lot of ways. George Lucas had his hand on the prequels, right? Yes. So why do people hate the prequels so much? I think what happened to the prequels, a lot of that is, A, they waited too long to make them. And part of the reason why they waited so long was because was you know, technology crowd. didn't catch up to it, and then George Lucas felt like he was ready to do something that he wanted to do. Two, uh, the first movie was very ambitious, and... George Lucas, knowing that, really wanted to go really heavy into the politics of the universe, and did. And that's what a lot of people ended up liking about the prequels later on. Like, I really like the second movie because... I like the second movie, too. The politics are really interesting. It's cool. The big war. Well, you get you get a lot there. There's a... I was just, like, watching a video the other day, and they somehow Star Wars came up, and I was like, yeah... With the prequels and like all the boring politics scenes, I'm like those are the best scenes for me when I'm watching the the prequels. Like that's what I legitimately enjoy. Okay, so we'll talk about this. Like, think about Star Trek. Never seen a second of anything. I know you don't have to, but think about the fan community that's built around that. That's now also waning, just like Star Wars. Those nerds. Why do those things happen? It's it really is Star Trek first, Star Wars second. 
But these two cultural phenomenons create fan communities that extend beyond the material that the creator and the studios that produce the content ever intended or expected. What both of those franchises did was by telling narrow stories about beloved characters were able to spark in millions of people the imagination of what else exists in this universe. And it gave people an unlimited canvas in which they could then tell their own well, stories in these universes. See, that's what I think we've talked about on this podcast. Is like, how many good fan stories are written so in, many. in Star Wars? Yeah, so many. But when you actually get the, the stories that they give you, they're terrible. Now, for a long time, for both those franchises, that was a good thing. That was good enough. And they didn't try and milk that. Star Trek was always putting out new series, but they were good, usually, right? Like, you had Picard, and you had Shatner, and you got all these... Now old Shatners. 90, like, two. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he's an old guy. I thought he was um, younger. And Star Wars, Lucas left it at pretty much just the three movies. There's the Christmas special, and then he let... I like the Christmas special. He, let, he had Lucas Arts. And Lucas Studios and produced content that he approved specifically that was aligned with his vision, but let people he trusted do what they wanted. So, in the end, everything that was officially sanctioned by George Lucas fit like a puzzle and expanded the universe oh in a God. way that made sense. Dude, I think I have a. I'm debating on if I want to use billion or trillion here. I'll okay. say billion. I don't want to overestimate it. All right. A billion dollar idea. Awesome. Okay. You know how, like, use, like, Barstool as an example. Yeah. They're, a, they're a media company. Okay. They have a bunch of employees, and they all do different forms of media. They do podcasts, videos, real shows, all these different things. Why not have, a, like, a company? So like, let's use Star Wars or Game of Thrones. These these uh, historically rich things where it's like there's so many different stories, the past, the present, the future, all these things. And what you do is you just start this company with like instead of making movies that come out every few years, you have like a team that makes movies that comes out every few years. But then you hire you, – you, there's, there's a guy on Reddit who's always posting – just to the Star Wars page, and he's writing these really good short stories. You hire him to continue to write short stories. Then there's some other guy who like writes like little fake screenplays. You hire him, and he writes. He has like a mini series that he puts out. You just are pumping out content for Star Wars nonstop, and it's all different formats. It's it's text, it's video, it's real movie. Why doesn't that exist? I'm Why sure not? Disney tries and does things I like that. I don't think that. they do. They must. I'm sure they do. Like, there should be something, like, a legitimate, like, real stuff. And you just let the, f not fans, obviously, you're, I mean, they're fans, and you're hiring them. But, like, like when Barstool hires an employee, it's just like, hey, we found this guy on Twitter, and he's funny. Hey, there's this Star Wars fan on Twitter who, who's a really good take on things. We're going to hire him on board, and he's going to just make Star Wars videos. You just give him a ton of money to do whatever he wants. I think a lot of the problem with the pop culture today... It's getting pretty warm in here. Yeah. 
I think a lot of the problem is there's a monopoly on these ideas, so we don't get a lot of original characters. Hollywood was built, not even Hollywood, but like Americana was built on the backs of people who just had ideas and did it themselves. And Marvel, for example, with Stan Lee, Stan Lee built Marvel, you know, just because he had creative people coming up with interesting concepts and then he put it out there and whoever sold the most comic books that's what more that's who got more comic books these <coughs> days and that's a genius way of doing it these days they don't have they don't have room or time or patience to like throw a bunch of like interesting different stuff out there but like they don't they don't even have to they don't even have to try cuz like the people want it the people are already doing it it's just yeah. not on an official platform. Well, that's why Disney made... It made no sense when Disney decided to take over, throw out 90% of the established canon of Star Wars, base everything that they wanted to do going forward on just, like, the the Luke Skywalker trilogy, and then completely... Write movies that couldn't have been more deliberately harmful to the original trilogy in terms of their like lasting power if they tried yeah which is crazy i didn't like i said when i was a kid i loved star wars and thought for the life of me i i hope someday i see more star wars movies like when got the prequels but by the time revenge of the sith came out i was like wow that's cool i can't believe they're gonna not make any more of these because you can just do so many other things like Maybe that story's done, but you could tell so many other stories on the screen about the Star Wars universe. We know so much about it. It's so interesting. Well, Why would is, you destroy everything the fans knew the so original, much about what the fans knew about it? The it original crazy. conversation that sparked the idea for us to have a podcast was a Star Wars conversation. And my, As someone who's not a Star Wars fan, who's not in the, the universe... Well, I'm not really anymore... When I watch Star Wars, the coolest thing in Star Wars are the Jedi. Yeah, of course. And they don't they don't really like they don't use Jedi that much. No, and that's why I like the Knights of the Old Republic video game series so much. So like Jedi oriented. It's set well not just that. It's just set in a time where there's like a lot of Jedi and they're at war with a lot of Sith. So it's just it's just different than the movies when like the Jedi are extinct and the Sith are hiding in the shadows like, and you can do that like yeah. you can go anywhere you can tell any story it's like no we have to continue just talking about the Skywalkers Lu- yeah like who cares about the Skywalkers <laughs> I mean everyone should care about the Sky- Sky- Skywalkers if you're a Star Wars fan that's what you should want if you're Their Disney story's done you it's but, done. no but you want people to care about him because Luke Skywalker was what what birthed so much yeah. content and it should be a cash cow. it's like mickey mouse like when disney bought star wars they should be they were buying star wars and that is luke skywalker but for some reason well that's why they got mark hamill these movies, back they... these movies completely destroy all that stuff to me at least not to everyone but i think to at least some part of the fan base <laughs> So, and I do like some of the things that happen in the, you know, in the in the new movies that that most recently came out. But 
I don't like those three movies. I liked um, at the end of the day. What's the one I liked? Rogue <laughs> One. I thought that was a cool movie. That was the only it was one all right. Not great, but fine. I got into a TikTok battle. Yeah, this is the main thing you want to talk about. There's a video about a... They call it... I forget what they call it. Contract home, covenant home, something like that. It's it's essentially... It's a convent. A government... Yeah, it's a convent. Live. It's a government-funded or subsidized housing project... In Vienna. Now, where's Vienna? Austria. Austria, right? Okay, yes. I thought so. <laughs> and the video starts off, and the first thing the guy says is like, two thirds of Vienna's citizens live in. Here's a question. These types of houses. What's Austria's population? Who the fuck knows? Do you know? No. You, like, I would guess. How is it comparable to the United States? Probably yeah. not very well. I would guess probably like twenty million. Let's see. Twenty million is his guess. Oof. Not even close. Oh man, what is it? Eight point nine million. So it's a very small place. So two thirds of that population live in government subsidized houses. That's less than like. That's less than like. Twenty states. Maybe more. Yeah. How many states have more than that many people? A lot. So like, how can we even compare something in Austria? <laughs> to us. To us. Yeah, okay. Perfect. So so the video is socialist propaganda. On the top of it, it's like people say housing in socialist countries is whatever. And then the video starts off, the guy's like two-thirds of Vienna's citizens live in government housing. But this is what it's like. And then he starts on, he's like, they're so obsessed with this damn swimming pool. Dude, they got pools. <laughs> it's, like, it's a swimming pool. And he comes out of a swimming pool. Dude, like, you don't think about swimming pools. When you every think about shitty apartment complex has a swimming in the hood pool. has a swimming, has a swimming pool. pool. <laughs> oh, oh, God. What the fuck was that? Why'd you just kick my computer? <laughs> um, so that was, that. he talks about the swimming pool. And then he talks about tennis courts because the building has tennis courts. Ten thousand people live in this also, gigantic there are tons apartment, apartment building, apartment complexes that have tennis courts. Yes, but he's like, of course, it's very peaceful, and the shopping store is here. You never have to leave, and your dad lives down the hall, and you don't have to worry because I the don't want that. Never takes you out. That's a dorm. Yeah, that's an institution. Yeah, you're living I in. I don't a, want that. Why the so the so, so all I did because I, I you don't like that I do this. Everyone my whole life has said like why do you put your opinions online but like i comment on shit and then you get into the weeds it's well people well hold on wait real quick yes um you have to remember when you deal with these people <laughs> these people not all of them i don't want to like paint with a broad broad brush here but like a lot of them believe like are anti-lawn like, they hate people who have lawns. Yes. It's crazy. Like, that's such a... Like, to me, that's such a crazy take. Well, this is why we're going to get into shit that we've already talked about. But, like, it's a good example of the things that we've said before. Because all I commented was, who would want to be forced... 
to live there their whole lives. Now, I should point out... Nobody. <coughs> people, people who don't want to work yes. to achieve more, and they go, that's easy. That's I would an easy like way that. out. I would mm-hmm. like that. I don't have to do anything and I can get... And I get that. I get that. I, have work I, get a a nice, I can work a nice, easy job, and I have that. And I, honestly, I get that. I, I actually do think there's merit to that. Like, why should you have to work super hard to, to live a good life? You shouldn't. If you want to go the easy way route, that should... If you think that should be an option, that's fine. It's a valid, uh, I guess, belief system. But, like, don't come at me that I want to work hard... Make make money in a capitalist society, afford a nice home, have a huge lawn that I could put my own pool in and have my own kids there. Yeah. So. So. But you're evil if well, you want that. All I said was that sentence, and I got spammed by. Well, hold on. Yes. Let's be fair here. That's not what you said. What do you mean? You didn't say that sentence. I think you should be specific with what you said. What'd you say? Don't paint yourself as like a... You You had a little bit of a... I said, who would want to be forced to live there their whole lives? And I should point out that the man who was like the main subject, they showed his apartment, which is a decent sized apartment with a nice view. Like, don't get me wrong. He lived there 40 years. So I'm saying, who would want that? Like, I don't want to live there. That sounds not good. Here's your apartment. You're going to live here. You're going to die here. <laughs> You're going to have kids here. Your store is downstairs. Your tennis court. <clears throat> well, there's that apartment complex down whatever town that is that has, like, the, the new apartments that has everything in the plaza. Yeah. It's got, like, a Jersey Mike's, a Taco Bell, a gym. The gym's, like, underneath the room. It's, like, that's cool. Like, but. But it'd be, like. I don't know if I want that. But here's where my, I was coming from. Yes. I understand that in Vienna... I might have to turn that off. You get warm? Like sweat. <laughs> I understand that in Vienna, no one is being held at gunpoint to, to live, live in, in these those places. Yeah. But we're talking about two-thirds of their population. What's the so population something, I don't know if it was two-thirds of the population of Vienna or two-thirds of the population of Austria. Ooh, if it's the population of Austria lives in, that's crazy. I'm not sure. Vienna's got 2 million people. Okay, so even if it's just the population of Vienna, you're talking about over a million people. It's talking like almost 1,600 people? 1,500 people? 1,500? 1,500? For what? 15 million people? Oh, my God. 1,500,000? 1,000,000, yes. It's a lot of people. Something is creating that kind of political... Climate where a majority, a large majority of the population are in government subsidized housing, which means they're relying on the government for their housing. Now, whether or not you identify as a socialist or a capitalist, if you are someone who is a Republican or a Democrat or a liberal or a conservative, when someone is dependent on the government for housing, you were talking about big government. Huge government. And government's and already have, government's already fucking massive. Yes. We have welfare in this country that is already a contentious issue. 
So from my point of view, all I was saying is, sounds to me like the political system is set up to create dependency on the government. And I dislike dependency on the government. So, of course, all these socialists, who I'm sure find people who have good intentions, and that's the thing with socialists. They think what they're doing. And you have good intentions. You want what's best for everyone. You think that you need to help the poor, so therefore you need housing that's accessible to the poor. By raising everyone's taxes to pay for that housing, increasing the number of people who can't afford their own housing, who then become dependent on the government for housing. You know what? You take away people's ability to choose for themselves what they want to do. Yes. And then you become immoral. You know what? Also, like... Yes. Like, I... I don't... Like, I don't consider myself anything. Like, I'm not a socialist. I'm not necessarily a capitalist. I just... Yeah. I am what we're, I am. I'm, we're both not capitalists. I am what I am. But you don't have to necessarily identify as a capitalist to recognize that capitalism is just slightly less shitty than socialism. But... I don't know. I guess my thinking is just like, I look at our society as it is. Yes. I look at our government. Our government does nothing right. Why would you want them to do more? Yes. They already have so much that they do, and they do all of it and shitty. It's not that they... Okay, but let's be precise with our language, because it's not just that they do... It's not like they're incompetent buffoons. There is deliberate they corruption. They are purposefully money gets corrupt so that they get money and they don't help you. They and don't want to help you. And to borrow That's what you, these people don't understand. To borrow your terms, not to paint with a broad brush, but from ex- from my experience, socialists tend to be people who believe that just because like the number of dollars that go to fund specific programs determines how successful or how much politicians care about those specific programs. And that ideology, I think, is convenient for people who then end up at socialism. But I don't think that's correct at all. I think most of the time, the more money we are pumping into these systems is creating more More and more problems in these systems. Look at homelessness. The the military. Look at how much money we push and pour into the military. And all we're doing is creating waste and bloat and destruction around the globe. It's awful. So, like... The number of dollars that go to a specific program is not a determination of how good or bad that program is doing or operating or how successful it can or can't be. You don't need infinite trillions and billions of dollars to run a government, which is why these people who want this socialist ideology to come then remove my choice because I want to get as far away from government as possible. And my options for that are becoming more and more limited. And as these people take more and more power and instill more and more policies, I have less and less choice on how I can be free from you. So it becomes a real problem. And that's why when the socialists come at me angry, I wasn't angry. I was specifically saying, hey, that sounds shitty. Yes. I know you like the tennis courts and the pool, which is why I was kind of laughing at the video when I commented it. Because it's all just about the tennis courts <laughs> and the pool. It was clear propaganda. But they got so upset, which it makes sense. And you know what they all were commenting? Hundreds of people. You're brainwashed. You don't know anything about socialism. You clearly don't. I can't think for yourself. Oh, they so, can't, but yeah. And I get it, because I've been there. I was a leftist. I get it. I understand. Everyone who doesn't like the left and socialist policies are clearly backwards travel And they don't know anything. I get it. I just don't want your bullshit. Just leave me alone. And that's the problem with socialism. It's one step. 
too it's it's beyond leave me alone at least in capitalism you can get to leave me alone now i get it it starves people to death but so does socialism okay so i know i've told this story on this podcast before but i'm telling it again because it's relevant here yeah i believe i was a junior in high school i was either a sophomore or a junior in high school i was in my history class and we were talking about socialism it was like the first time socialism was like really explained to me and my teacher mr ward who's fucking awesome love that guy he puts on the board, A, B, C. He goes like, all right, in, in society A, if you work hard, you get an A. If you, if you work okay, you get a B. If you, do, if you don't really work that hard, you get a C. If you do nothing at all, you fail. Then there's B, in which case uh, everyone who works the same, or everyone, if you work really hard, you get like a B minus. If you don't do anything, you get a B minus. They said, which one of these is better? And everyone in the class raised their hand for A. They were like, A is better. Like, I want to work for my A. And I remember raising my hand. I was the only one in class who raised their hand for B. I was like, I'm a socialist. <laughs> but, like, legitimately, I'm not fucking around here. Like, the only reason why I thought that was better was, like, I love the idea of, like, you're telling me I don't have to do anything and I, I just get a, get a B minus? That sounds That awesome. sounds great. So, like, I don't. I think it's all masqueraded. Think, I think a lot of that is... That. What's what I'm saying? Like, I think it's masqueraded as this, like, oh, I care about other people. This is good. I really think at the heart of all of it is just, like, it's easy. Yeah. Let, let the government take well, care of it. Well, the problem is let it's not easy. It. Of course not. Like, it's in easy practice, for them. In practice, the re- I love how it always becomes this, like, debate on why socialism hasn't worked or what iteration of socialisms have actually been implemented and why they're not the perfect socialism that will actually happen in the utopia that's in the imagination of whoever it is you're talking to. I love that. But in actuality, like, you are never going to get a system that relies on everyone getting some equal share of no. the work. And by the way, these people claim to love the fucking worker. Like, they love the fucking worker. They hate the worker. The, the worker is going to get screwed in any modern... It's like they pretend that the billionaire class is just going to cede power to socialism. Yes. Where do you think they're going to go? You think Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates are living in that apartment complex with the tennis court in the pool? No! They're going to fucking space. They already have the rocket ships. They have all the money. That's why they're built. That's why are they want to go to space. Are you like, kidding we're me? We're leaving you assholes. <laughs> like... Do you want to hear my radical idea? Yeah. That I think will fix not everything, but all right. So let's, we'll start with politicians. You break it down by levels, and you're not know like politicians get salaries. Yeah. Well, in my system, they still get salaries, and they're good salaries. Like if you're a politician, you can live off of this money. <clears throat> That's it. You're capped. There's no extra money to be had. There's no private stock market investing. Sorry. Like, you're you're serving. It's a serve. Like, you are serving your community, your, your country. <clears throat> so you don't get to partake in that. That's a sacrifice you have to take because you want to be good for no speaking fees. And these people are monitored. Like, hardcore. Everything has term limits. You're only in these positions for a short amount of time there is like uh, a way i guess you can invest but it's not like like nancy pelosi like she can't just like she doesn't have 
just not allowed to have a stockbroker and invest and make millions in the stock market when her salary is $200,000. Like, it's just no way. That's how these people get rich in these positions. And they take money from lobby. Everything. Like, we all know this. It's, uh, you can, they'll invest some of your money for you and it's in accounts. You're not allowed to know what they are. So that's number one. That's how you, you gotta get money out of politicians. The next thing is no more taxes. Across the board, no more taxes. However, you are required by law to donate a certain amount of money. So yeah, you have to clean up the charities. Because at this point, do you even trust charities? No. Like, do you trust the Salvation Army? Little Santa Claus ringing his bell? Do well, you I trust... Mean, I, I, there's levels to what, how and what charities I trust, but like... Like, I trust that more than the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or, like, the Clinton Foundation. But, yeah, generally, no. Red Cross, like, no, nah, I don't really trust <coughs> them very so, much. you allow people to make their own decisions on what to do with their money that will help society. That's my... That's my... Because people donate to charities anyway to, to stop taxes. They want those write-offs. Well, that's the idea behind free market capitalism anyway let the private sector do it yeah but like alright we've talked about it a million times on the podcast the economy is fake well everything's fake economics is an invention we don't have to exchange goods with money we don't need to value gold we don't need to invent things we don't need to have civilization so ultimately we're making choices when we do have civilization and we do enter a social contract and we do have government. And the choice has been consciously made throughout human history now since the time of cavemen, apparently. And maybe it's the wrong choice. Because the wars and the famines are getting worse than they were when we lived in nature, in balance with nature, in some real harmonious way like fucking apes. Yeah. Well, this is goes back to all those episodes ago and you're like let's go back, back to the, the trees back like, to the trees it seems like a mistake like I know that's an opinion shared by Greta, Th- Greta Thunberg and Ted Kaczynski <coughs> the Unabomber so like, it's not the best company but all I'm saying it's fine <laughs> is maybe the industrial revolution was a little bit of a mistake and if we all came together and recognized it maybe we go forward let's figure out Tesla's free energy shit let's find a way to make it's it so that it out We just don't know. Well, that's why I always talk about disclosure. Let's disclose free energy, anti-gravity, and space travel, agelessness, time travel, different planes and dimensions. Let's unleash it all. That dude who just makes bowling balls float. Yeah, that shit was cool. I don't know if you can even find it anymore. I don't even know how to find it. It's probably out there still. But that's why, but that's why, like, God, I sound like such a moron most of the time. That's why it's so easy to hide the truth. Because even if it is real, it can be disappeared and censored. And if it's fake, it blends in with everything else. See, you know we kind of always get into this trap on this podcast where we talk about the future and... Inevitably, we say we're fucked. There's no hope. It's over. We didn't say that today. No, but 
talking about the socialists. Yeah. Most of them are young people, man. Do you know what I? Th- I know, but do you know what I think of when I when I talk when I hear these people, which has only been recently the last few days, but I believe they actually think they're they want the giver. You ever read the Giver? Uh, yes. All right, that <clears throat> was book, a long time ago. It was like fifth grade. That sure. book is about some socialist, communist. Futuristic dystopia where like the families are secondary to the state. They're like not allowed to cut a tree, right? There's a lot of things in that book. I don't know. But Something about their colored eyes. Well, no, the giver is the kid Blind. has. No, the kid is green eyes. The kid has to go have the memory, like get the memories from the old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weird book. Yeah, but I think that's what it'll be like, where, like, the state is just... I mean, we've seen it in a lot of different things, but... It, like, society. The common good, it's like hive mind shit. You don't have a choice. They, they're like, you're gonna have a choice. You don't have a choice. No choice. There's no choice in that system. Well, we don't have a choice now, really. No. We don't have a cho- But I'm talking, about, I'm talking about society in general. No, I know. But when it comes to socialism and the government providing you everything, then you have no choice in complying with the system. In this system, we can do this. Yeah, but, like, at, to what level? Like, there are plenty of people who can do this, but, like, their podcasts get censored, they get demonetized. There's but we can also do what we do to not be demonetized. Which is what? In our system. We have real lives. Oh, yeah. <coughs> you could also, what I'm saying is, you could also work hard, find your avenues, find a niche, do something. I don't buy any longer the notion that you can't make way in this world to get yourself the basic necessities. I agree. That's one of my people, biggest realizations. People have figured out so many different ways the van life people, the tiny home people. Dude, the van life the, people are the best people. The Amish. All the tiny home people are cool, too. The Amish. The Hasidic Jewish community. Like, not a lot of resources that come other than self-determination. Yes. And that's allowed in capitalism. There's no self... And it's not just, like, to say, oh, all socialism is inherently bad. That's not what I mean. It is, in a sense, but then, the same sense, all capitalism is inherently bad. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is, the more the, the the further down this path we go of allowing the government to take hold of your finances and your private life and your well, that's you become dude. The, that's the key. You become the Borg. Like I don't give a fuck if it's socialism, capitalism, communism, whatever it is. Yeah, I want to be left alone. Yeah. to do whatever the fuck I don't I want to be part of the Borg. I want freedom. Yeah. Which is why, really, I'm a libertarian. Like, I mean, that's really where... Liberty. Liberty is the most important thing. But what do you mean by that? What do we mean when we say freedom? We mean the independence from the state. Correct. That's all it is. Because the state is evil. Inherently. Not... Exactly. Not because of the people in it, but because of the system that it is. Yes. Like, the state is the problem. It doesn't matter what people... It doesn't matter what people you put there. Like, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't like all these people... Like, it's not necessarily their fault, because I think anyone would do it in those positions. Over time. Yes. So, and they've all had a lot of time. 
tons of time. So I just don't want to be involved. Let's go, Brandon, man. And you're making me involved, dude. Let's go, Brandon. I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Really? That's not terrorism talk. That's what the news is saying. Suck my dick. You hear about the flight? The uh, Southwest pilot said, "Let's go, Brandon." Said it over the, yeah, I saw and he got that. fired. Yeah. Seems unfair. They called they called him a terrorist. There was that one tweet from the CNN girl who used to be work at this FBI. It's amazing how this works. And she was like, uh, imagine if he said, let's go Saddam Hussein. Then what would people think? It's not the same thing. I'm going to start an airline where you, the pilots just shit talk Joe Biden and politics the whole flight. <laughs> Everyone's given a parachute on the flight. And it's like, if you don't like what's being said, just jump. jump like, get out. <clears throat> you land right in Dayton, Dude, Ohio. I'm telling you. We, we, I'm, I really think we should change our personal business strategy to be like all out Star Wars content creators no like MAGA and like only like who cares that half half of our client base won't want to work with us it opens the door to like half of the market but like a very fired up half I don't want to make enemies no I do I'm not making enemies. I'm making allies, really. Well. Who issues your license? What do you mean? Your ability to operate. Where does that come from? Really, it yeah, shouldn't come from... The state will probably stop that. That's what I'm saying. It's a good call. But that, isn't that fucked? Like, that's what I'm right? saying, yes. That's... We live in like a communist state. It's crazy. We have a little bit of a free state. Because a free state, I wouldn't need a license. I just need my expertise in the, in the market. Alright, well, that's good. That was a good episode. Sure. How much time's left in the game? Uh, ten minutes in the fourth. Score? 17-14. Nice. Giants hanging tough. Did he get a second touchdown? He did. Uh, no, he didn't. He did. It was, I thought they had ten points. They did. Now it's 17. Well, they have 17. Yeah, Giants, let's go, baby. Let's go, Big Blue. We should have made a big bet on the Giants. Yeah. I don't know, though. Chiefs are about they to score. Cover, they're about to cover. Chiefs Chiefs just scored. Danny, right. Di- Danny Dimes going to win. Game-winning drive. The problem is Kadarius Tony's hurt, and like I need him for the remainder of... like All of my... Every leg is going to hit it except for the Kadarius Tony parts. You're such a douche. It happens every time. It's crazy. Like, I always just miss one thing. I'm always just on, like, the wrong guy. <sighs> it is what it is. I'm going to start another podcast where I just talk about gambling. Or how you lose every one of your bets. One day I'm going to hit one of these bets. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no way I don't. Oh, that ball's on the ground. Oh, Chiefs didn't score. They, they uh, called that back. That ball was on the ground. Andy Reid's going to challenge it. Challenge it, Andy Reid. Do it. Oh. Oh. I called timeout. He wants to look at it. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Night.
the Dolphins, the most depressing football team. They'll make you wanna kill yourself before you're sober and clean. It is a rough life being a Dolphins <laughs> fan, but you know what's a good life? What? Being a Miami Heat fan, which is exactly what I am. You're a Heat fan now? Well, here's what I've decided. Uh, I've never had a basketball team, and okay. I've been pretending to have a basketball team for, like, years. You're going with the Heat. I'm going with the Heat. Like, why not? I'm a fan Miami of the Dolphins. The way. That way I'm a fan of the, the Dolphins. Sports talk. Yeah. And I like I like the guys I listen to now, so I might as well just like become a Heat fan, and then there's my team. And they're good. To, you don't have to watch the Heat games; you just listen to what they Correct. say about I, the Heat. I watched the whole Heat segment for 20 minutes. Oh, I, perfect. I, I didn't know anyone the they were talking game. about. I know Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. That's about it. Perfect. Um, dude, that Alec, that Alec Baldwin video stuck with me today. Yeah, it's really funny. It's not funny; it's tragic. But it's funny. But it's hysterical. Sorry, Alec Baldwin. The way he goes, I've been instructed not to discuss this. The sheriffs have told me specifically this is an active investigation. I can't give you any details at all. But she was my friend. And I took her to dinner once. It was like it was like Anchorman. <laughs> you know what? You know what the most ridiculous part of that to me is? What? He starts that off by saying that and then he goes so I can't answer any questions about it do but anything there's any other question like what what do you think people are going to ask you dude like how was your run this be, morning do you, what's it like to be Alex Baldwin Alex Baldwin yeah no it's pretty crazy so besides you shooting that woman in the face uh, how's the production of Rust going meanwhile they're hiding out in like Vermont yeah it's crazy That's like, listen I I don't give it two dams about Alec Baldwin, but I just can't imagine what that must be like. But he's not doing himself any favors going out and being like, I can't go into any specifics, and then immediately start going into the specifics. <laughs> I can tell you the production was, we did everything right on that set. Like, the, the best, did the best. Every lo- his lawyers are probably pulling his hair out. The best part of that video is when he just starts talking about how many guns get used on sets. Billions like, of bullets. He's like, so many bullets have been shot on sets. And so few accidents have happened. In fact, only one in recent memory. So, I mean, can we really be upset when most of the time no one ever gets hurt? What an absolute joke. <laughs> like, what a sleight of hand tactic. And then his wife, to have the gall at the end to be like, our children are crying in the car because you're following us around. Dude, have, you know have some like crying? sense of the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, I get it. You, it probably sucks to have people following you around, but what did you think was going to happen after your husband shot somebody in the face? It is really tragic. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually awful. But it's just amazing to watch it unfold in real time and like an actual Hollywood well, plan listen, have to like... listen. During COVID, when the celebrities couldn't understand that no one wanted to watch their fucking videos, and they just kept posting them singing Imagine, and naked in a tub, and all this shit. It's like, you guys are so out of touch. 
it's the same shit. Like, Alec Baldwin is just out of touch. Like, he doesn't know... It's a weird situation. No one would know what to do in that situation. But, like, the number one thing not to do is, like, give a dramatic performance to, like, people on the side of the road about... Two reporters I, after being instructed not to talk about it. It's wild. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Ready to get into the podcast? Let's do it. All right.